so much of our traffic comes from Google search results for us. I, I imagine it's probably similar yeah, yeah, for no, you as yeah, well. Yes, yes, yes. But this kind of calls attention to the just the outsized amount of influence Google has yeah. on the success or failure of sites on the internet, like how dependent we all are on Google, which also means that Google is able to to do more and more things that kind of aren't necessarily in the publisher's interest. Sure. But publishers will happily allow Google to get away with. Mm -hmm. So if you really, if you think about this as part of kind of a larger question of, so Google's, Google, Google's, uh, a benefit to content providers all, all around the internet, such as ourselves, uh, because that's how people, a lot of people find us. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people are just searching for something and then they, they land on our website and we, that's how we, that's how we get. And hopefully they remember us and come back. But very often Google is the place people start and, and find us. Um, sure. So we love Google. We want to be on Google. And as a, as, as a user myself, uh, I use Google a million times a day. But here's where the problems come up. So, yes, you can say it's ridiculous uh, what those laws are, are asking Google to do. On the other hand, who is setting the limit for how much of your content Google can use? Right. Right. You can ask to be delisted from Google, I guess. Good luck. That's a great, that's not a good business decision. Right. So, so, you know, if you've got a news article and having the, the headline plus the summary plus the picture is enough that people don't actually feel like they need to click to, to read the article. Hmm. That's a, you know, that could be a downer for you. Sure. On the other hand, what we know is it's much better than not being there. Um, a, a better example is the Google answer box. So, you know, those answers mm -hmm. that you get when you search for a question these days and like a very high percentage of the time, there's a box at the top of this is not Google News, but regular mm -hmm. Google web search. If you're searching for an answer like, you know, when did this start? How old is this person? Whatever you will get a little box at the top of the search results that is content that Google has taken mm -hmm. from another website, yeah. often Wikipedia, but it could be my site or your site. And and then it will have a link back to that to the cited source, that's good. But it oftentimes answers the question the without the link. Right, it saved yeah. you. To, to quote the uh, famous uh, Twitter account called Saved You a Click, <laughs> right? It saves you a, it saves you a click. Mm -hmm. So, but getting that click is how websites make, other th make money. Yeah. And Google makes money not by sending you to these other websites, but by, but by keeping you. Although, to be fair, considering that Google provides the advertising for a lot of websites, they do have yeah. somewhat of a stake in it as well. Sure I mean, enough. a lot of sites use Google, Google AdSense, uh, run YouTube, use YouTube, which runs, uh, which runs uh, ads trafficked by Google. So, you know, Google does have a stake in the success of, of other websites. Uh, other than itself, but it's certainly like the best case scenario for Google is that people spend more time on Google.com 
and less time on other sites. So, you know, if you get your answer or you see just enough in the summary of a news article that you feel like you don't need to read the article, maybe you go and spend more time on Google and click something else there where 100% of the ads uh, and experience are controlled by Google. So I kind of get where the governments of uh, France and Spain were coming from in the sense that Google is, is getting all this content. They didn't have to work for it, right? Like they didn't have to go out and conduct interviews and fly journalists around and, you know, pay people money to report the news and gather the news and break a scoop. All they have to do is, is have an algorithm uh, that, that just that grabs the, that content that somebody else worked so hard on and displays it. So, yeah. you know, now I think most publications, including uh, and most publishers and most editors, you know, myself included, would say, oh, listen, if Google wants to include a short summary and a little picture to entice, that's probably better. It probably entices people to click a little bit more and, you know, sure, let, let them do it. Sure. But there's no legal framework in place saying what it, where, where one should draw the line between, yeah. okay, Google's taking the stuff to promote, to promote my site versus, Hey, Google's taking the meat, yeah. the meat of my work here to where people aren't going to leave the Google site, but they're going to benefit from my work without me benefiting. Yeah. In, in the U S there's a little bit of, of a legal framework created by a case brought by Yelp against, um, uh, the now defunct Google places that was uh, that collapsed because of this case. Um, Google had built the entire places uh, system off of Yelp's data. Um, and while they did provide a link on every review to go see that review on Yelp, uh, nobody did because they didn't need to, they already read it. <laughs> and so um, that, that case uh, made it, God, to a federal appellate court, I think. So one or two levels shy of the Supreme Court. Um, and Google lost big. And uh, Google Places is no more. Um, but uh, so that we've got a little bit of a framework. But, you know, it really... We know that taking the data in its entirety without permission <laughs> won't work. But, you know, where... Where is that line? I think, I think personally, the line is probably whatever I put in the, uh, the, the. Oh, what do they call their, their framework? Meta description. Yeah, there's a particular name for their graph that they use. Um, for on the knowledge graph. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of their platform is, but whatever it is, um, whatever I put in there is what they should show anything more than that, I think is inappropriate. Um, but there are people who have taken advantage. You mentioned the answer box. There are people who have taken advantage of the answer box, um, to, to, uh, drive revenue. I know, uh, if you do a Google search for, uh, GoDaddy promo codes, I think is what it is. Um, the answer box, uh, is all, um, affiliate links. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, you can, 
you can game it, but you have to really know what you're doing, and it's it would be complicated to accomplish that. I know the person who accomplished it, and it took him a year and a half <laughs> to pull it off. So, uh, but first of all, Google probably doesn't want to do that. Was it probably getting away with something? Right. And second of all, that's only applicable to uh-huh. a case where someone was already looking to spend money. They were already looking for yep. a promo code. Exactly. Whereas, whereas if I have an article about like how to, I don't know, like how to change your wallpaper in Windows or something, mm-hmm. I don't see how I can turn that into some into something because after all, Google is indexing it. So right. if if mine is is geared more if I suddenly try to throw something promotional in there, like, Hey, now go spend on Amazon or whatever. Um, then they'll just take something. They'll be wise to that and take something at somebody else's. Right. Exactly. So, you know, there's it, it's it, like I said, it's really difficult to game that system, um, and turn it into something useful. And it's a very niche thing, but, um, yeah, I, I think the answer box is an interesting idea, but there are very few very few situations in which it's the better solution for the publisher. So um, it it's interesting. I definitely like the idea that Google has said, um, you know, if you want our search results to include your description, um, you can give us that permission. The, you know that they have that ability, um, but it's better than uh, than than pulling out of France entirely. I guess that's the that's the thing because so much of our traffic comes from yeah. them. So um, yeah, no doubt <laughs> they didn't have have this ability in in Spain originally, which is why they pulled out. I think I think it was added later. So. Definitely an interesting situation. We see this more and more in the EU, but it would be interesting to see, like, even if Google were to put together a framework, this is this is what we want to do. Okay, and <laughs> you know, have a conversation with publishers. That would probably be the best case, but I don't see them doing that. I mean, at this point, it it is almost like Google is a public utility, so I can see why governments would want to get involved because mm-hmm. there's just no there's no real competition for Google. Sorry right. Bing. Yeah. You know, like it it, it that the numbers say that Bing is not is not a serious is not yeah does not have a significant share of the market. I don't think yeah. I don't 80, know who's still using Alta Vista or <laughs> Ask or whatever. Eight eighty nine go eighty nine versus eleven is not you know, eleven's not not a serious player. Microsoft had 15% of the, the mobile market in Europe and still gave up on Windows Phone. You know what I mean? It, 11's not enough. Yeah. So, I mean, you almost have to wonder whether whether at some point Bing will be... Uh, will, they will cut off Bing like they've cut off some other some other projects. As it, if it'll be Windows Phone? Uh, the, they make... They actually yeah. make a lot of money off of it because they do all of the search and ad buys for uh, Yahoo. So I I can't suspect that that it would go away. But, you know, if they were if Yahoo were to change their, their plans, maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Well, that is our show. Thank you to those of you who joined us live. I see uh, we've got, I think it says Kenneth Dev in the Twitch chat room. Uh, thank you for joining us. We always appreciate it. Uh, if you didn't and would like to in the future, f5live.tv slash join us Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, if joining us live isn't an option, you'd like to subscribe, you can always go to plugkitslive.com slash subscribe, and there you will see all of our shows and all of the many ways that you can connect with us, um, whether it be social media, um, YouTube, uh, the podcatchers, or all of the other places. Um, I think probably uh, that's it <laughs> for tonight. And on behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Scott. I'm Abram. And we will see you guys back next time. Ciao.